Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about loving people you don't like. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how on earth we are supposed to love people who we don't even like. You know, in Luke 6, we read that Jesus said, love your enemies, but why on earth would I want to do that? You know, there's a reason they are my enemies. I'm not just talking about petty disagreements here. Jesus says, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. You know, these people, they hate you. They use you, they take your things, and they beat you. And Jesus says, love them. How on earth can we do that? We can't even stomach liking these people, let alone loving them. Jesus' command seems illogical. It's, it seems irrational. It doesn't make sense. And it doesn't come naturally to most of us. In fact, this Sunday I preached from Romans 3.12 where Paul writes, all have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. And that word good there, it literally means kindness. It's the same word used in Galatians 5 to talk about the fruits of the Spirit and how kindness is one of them. You know, what that means is no one really grasps the kind of kindness naturally that God does. There's no one kind, not even one. And that's because we have been conditioned to think that kindness just doesn't make sense, especially when we're talking about our enemies. You know, we've been conditioned to think that successful people crush their enemies. They do whatever it takes to push aside anyone who stands in their way. Now, of course, we have been taught that love can and have its benefits. Kindness can have its benefits. We know, you know, building relationships can help us. And so lots of people are kind to those who are kind to them. And that's exactly what Jesus said. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. You know, everyone is kind to people who are kind to them. You know, even sinners understand that. But here's the kicker. Our love for someone should not be based on how much we like them. You know, sometimes even as Christians, we approach kindness this way. We know we're supposed to love our neighbor, but when our neighbor's are hard to love, we try to find tools to make this love easier. And one of the things we do is try to find something lovable about them. Maybe overall we don't like them, but we try to find common ground that's going to allow us to love them. And that is the plot of so many stories, movies and books and theater. You take two mortal enemies and you put them together and you, you force them under some pretense where they share a, a common goal and the enemy of my enemy becomes my friend. And over the course of the story, you know, this common ground opens 
the other's eyes to a new perspective and they realize they're more alike than they ever thought. And there's a happy ending where they stroll off into the sunset and they learn to respect each other. And as Christians, you know, sometimes we want that story for our neighbors. We want to find something we can love about them. We, we want to love our neighbor who seems unlovable. And so we squint really hard to find something respectable about them. And we say, if you can look hard enough, there's something you can like in everyone. And that is what we're going to try to base our love on. I want to challenge that principle today, though. Jesus continued to say in Luke 6, but love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your father also is merciful. I should love my enemies. I should do good to them and I should lend to them like my father did for me. God is kind to the unthankful and to the evil, and I should show mercy as he has for me. And that's, in fact, a very deep analogy comparing the love I should show with God's. And it places me in the role of my enemies. And so the question becomes, how was God able to love me? Did he love me because he squinted long enough to find something he could like? The simple answer is no. I was not likable. And by the world standards, I was unlovable too. Paul knew this idea through and through. It resonated in the core of who he was, about how unlovable he was. To Agrippa, Paul recounted the, the role he played in the chief priest's efforts to destroy the church. He said, indeed, I myself thought I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. This I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them, and I punished them often in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme, and being exceedingly enraged against them, I persecuted them, even to foreign cities. You know, to the Romans, Paul, he cried out, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me? From this body of death. And that leads him in 1 Timothy to write, and I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. You know, Paul knew he was an unlikable guy. Yeah, after his conversion, you remember he goes to the church in Jerusalem how did they respond? In Acts 9, we read, when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples there, but they were all afraid of him. They didn't believe that he was a disciple, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and, and that he had been speaking uh, or he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus uh, in the name of Jesus. You know, Paul he was the enemy of the church. He was unlikable. Uh, he was an enemy of Christ himself. Jesus did not appear to Paul on the road because he found something he could like about him. 
You know, Paul was a wretched man, a sinner like me. He hated Jesus and he wanted anyone who spoke in his name to be crushed. He was, by the world's standards, an unlovable enemy of God. But Jesus offered a place in his eternal kingdom to him because he loved him despite how unlikable he was. That is the kind of love that God calls us to. Don't wait until you find some good in your enemy to love them. Love them despite seeing any good. Love them when they hurt you. Love them when they steal from you. Love them when they hate you. Love them before you like them. No one is worthy of God's love. We were created in his wonderful image, but our choice to sin has separated each and every one of us from the relationship we once had with him. On our own, that is the sad reality that we're left with. If we were operating by the world's standards, we would be unlovable. But God didn't wait to love us until we were worthy. He sent his son so unworthy sinners like me could be redeemed. He loved us when there was nothing lovable about us. And we must do the same for our enemies. Be merciful as your father is merciful and love people even before you like them. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people every day with the message of Jesus. Most importantly, though, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.